Okay, my Bible immersion. I'm sending this to my sister. And if you're listening on podcast, it's because I decided to make it a podcast. Um, very interesting how the Lord will use all of us differently and how he speaks to us in the morning when we read his word. And I I guess because I'm you know, a vocal person, I do really well retaining and journaling vocally. Um, I know that's a new concept. It doesn't mean I don't ever write. As a matter of fact, I was blessed with a journaling Bible that I'm going to start um, using next year on January 1st. So we'll see how that goes. But I guess because I um, I don't like to physically write so much, my handwriting is not neat. But I know so many other people who they are great journalers. Their handwriting, your handwriting does not have to be neat. You're the only one who really needs to read it. But they just get so much out of you know, doing the journaling and God made us all different. So just find what works for you. Just read the word every day. Think about it, meditate on it, ask the Lord what he wants to say to you for this day. Just that's the most important thing. Um, and memorize scripture. So here we go. Second Peter chapter three. Today is Saturday early in the morning. Um, still kind of dark outside uh, November 25th. And here we go. So when I read Second Peter chapter 3, this is what spoke to me this morning. That for I'm led right now. We'll see what the Holy Spirit says through me to, um, to admonish you, um, my friends. So it starts with, this is now the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder so things that come up as like, don't give up on people. This is the second letter that Peter wrote. Um, he felt like, wait, I'm not done, you know. And so never, <clears throat> like always be open. A few things here. You know, let's not just be done with the Lord when we spend that special time with him. Like people like to say, I have my prayer closet or I have my special place or sometimes it's, you know, whatever. Let's not just have a special time. Let's have like a running dialogue with the Lord and listen like a conversation is listening and speaking so let's just be open and you know it's a process to really be able to hear the voice of the Lord for your life and and it's also to be very careful to remember the Holy Spirit's not a gossip so he's not sitting there telling you about everybody else like you know um the vast majority of time that the Lord speaks, it's telling us about ourselves, but that doesn't mean too, especially in leadership or to, um, to protect us or to lead us and guide us. He will expose as he wills about other people and things so that we can pray and we can, uh, you know, proceed in holiness, in kindness, in action and be effective. So, um, here, you know, like we shouldn't give up, like we shouldn't give up, just keep going. Like, so P Peter writes a second letter. He writes a second letter. Um, and it says, beloved, so don't stop before, you know, you might be really close to the finish line or you might really be getting through to that person or your prayers have been heard. Don't stop praying for others. Don't start ministering, start, stop ministering to other people. Don't give up on other people. Um, so he says, I am stirring up your sincere mind. So the word of God stirs us up and 
it charge like the spirit of God, especially when we pray in the spirit, it charges us like a battery. You know, it it like praying in the spirit is one of the most amazing things you can do after you're a believer and get filled with the Holy Spirit. And anybody can be filled with the Holy Spirit. So he says, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder. Um, he's reminding, like we need to remind ourselves. We need to stir up ourselves first thing. And then always stir up, encourage others, point people to the Lord, point people to his word, point people to his love, point people to his healing. Remind the believers who we are, who they are. Um, the devil's lying to each and every one of us that we're not as powerful as we really are, but we're, we are powerful and have authority over all, all authority over the enemy, um, Satan, if we pick up our divine weapons and use them. So we should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. So we need to know the Old Testament. You need to know it. How can you um, remember the predictions of the holy prophets and commandments of the Lord and Savior if you don't know um, the Old Testament, all these people, they, you know, when they wrote this, all they had was the Old Testament. They were writing. These are the writers of the um, that God used to pen the New Testament. So we need to know the whole Bible. Okay, verse 5. For they deliberately overtook this fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was, turn the page, the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these, the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. Okay, this is, um, I whenever, whenever you think, I, I just have a suggestion, whenever you think like things are just getting real stale life, it just seems like nothing's ever going to change. You're just kind of stuck. Just just a, a suggestion to read Genesis chapter 1. Because um, do you know that the Lord made the earth out of water with his words? I mean, things are supernatural all around us. The celestial world, the celestial beings, the heavenly realm is far more populated than us. And we're finite. And that world is eternal. So... There's like wonder and glory all around us that we can't see. I mean, who did you decide? Think about your very existence. The fact that you're even listening to this. Did you create your ears? Did you decide what day you were going to be born? What location? What language you were going to speak? Like sometimes just sit and think out of all um, like how unique you are. Out of all the places God could have created you. Out of all the DNA you could have had. Like God made all of us for a purpose and a reason. And just wondering on that is such a beautiful thing. Um, so, um, so let's see. So that's what I wanted to bring up about that. Um, and then also, speaking about stuck to remember, but do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that the Lord with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. When I read that, I got excited in my spirit because things can change overnight. Like if you know there's something, a ministry, something you want to do, somebody that you've been believing God to be saved, 
um, something that you've been working on for a long time. Life always changes. You know, that's one thing that's guaranteed. Um, change is going to happen. And we need to just make up our minds that we're going to embrace the uncomfortable because sometimes we think, oh, that when that day comes, when I'm rich or that day comes and I've got that job or whatever. But with everything comes responsibility and um, new warfare. So there's, I, I think that's why a lot of people who get rich and famous, um, there's nothing else. They just thought that was the ultimate. And with being rich and famous come more and more pressure and more problems. And especially that, cause you got a whole lot of people making money off you and they got demands on you and want to control. So there is no, I've arrived. I'm on the, you know, you're, we're not going to be arrived where we're where everything is just beautiful and comfortable and perfect all the time until we're with the Lord Jesus. Like we just need to get over that and just know that every day is an opportunity to be uncomfortable. And we need to learn as a soldier that when the battle comes, we're ones raging to the battle. When we see Goliath, we're running, you know, with the um, weapons of our warfare towards him. We're not going, oh, this is not a good day. Not a good day at all. Um, all I wanted to do was to serve lunches to my brothers or whatever, you know, and um, nobody believes in me. And here is a giant, like, no, we need to be like David, like every day of our life and just go, what can I conquer today? What, what uncomfortable thing am I going to go through today that I am going to conquer and I am going to be victorious and people will be blessed. That's how we need to look at things like roll up our sleeves, like not today, Satan, NTS, not today satan and the other thing um to remember is that when emotions come that are contrary to that that our emotions are not our king jesus christ is our king we don't need to bow down to our emotions if they're contrary to the word of god um let's see and then it says the lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness but it's is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So just remember every single day that uh, the Lord is allowing somebody to be alive or even us is another chance. Like God, you know, they still have a chance to get saved as long as they're still alive and can hear you. Um, and that's not to even say that when people were unconscious or died in comas, that the Lord visited them. We don't, well, These are the secret things that belong to the Lord. We don't know. So verse 11, since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God? So we're supposed to have lives of holiness and godliness um, because of which... The heavens will be set on fire and dissolved and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. So, you know, the Lord, he judged the days of Noah with water. And at the end, he's going to judge with fire. That's just something to see. Every time you see, you know, you turn on your stove. Um and it's interesting, water can put out fire, but at the end, that ain't going to happen. Um, God's going to do a supernatural thing, and even water won't put out that fire. Um, and then it's interesting, it says, verse 9, wait, let me see this closer, because these numbers are so tiny. Verse 15, and count the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul 
also wrote in you according to the wisdom given him. So they loved one another. Like here, Peter's like, you know, um, giving respect to Paul saying, um, you know, our beloved brother, Paul, who also wrote you according to the wisdom given him. And Paul didn't even see Jesus. He was a persecutor. He was coming after people like Peter at the very beginning before he had his experience where he was knocked off his horse with the light of God, with the revelation of God. So, um, you know, just remember, like, these people had, these were real people. They had a relationship with one another, as we should. You know, as we should, they refer to one another in these letters that, as we should, you know, refer, think of one another. Like, we should be on each other's minds. Um, this is community. We are the epitome of community. The The believers, we should be standing out as the most beautiful, bright, loving um, effective community who has answers to problems, solutions to community problems within the body of Christ more than any other community. Um, and let's see. There are some things in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant... Um, Okay, so the ignorant are not going to understand Paul's letters. You can't understand the word of God until you're born again. The Bible says that you cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't perceive the kingdom of God until you're born again. And then, in a sense, the scales come off your eyes and you see that Jesus is Lord and you read the word with that faith. But if you don't mix faith with the word of God, it ain't going nowhere. It's just another book, which is why you have, like at Ivy League schools, people over the um, theology department that are atheists, first of all, the people who hire them, is that the dumbest thing you ever heard? That's like putting somebody over the medical department of some major university who thinks medicine is, you know, who doesn't even believe in, in medicine and just, um, you know, is, is anti-medication. Why would you put them over a field of, of um, doctors who are supposed to be trained in medicine. It's just really makes no sense. Or putting somebody over the kinesiology, that department, you know, those people who become physical therapists and trainers and all that. Like, why would you put somebody over them who's been out of shape their whole life and doesn't believe in eating well or exercise? Why would you do that? Like, okay, so just major dumb. The blind leading the blind. Um, Let's see. And I, I'm not talking about any, I, I don't know exactly who these people are, but I have read, I can't, I'm not naming a name or anything, but I do know for a fact, you know, I've read that, that, that that's what's happening um, in um, the East Coast over there and probably the West Coast too. Like, um, so, um, let's see, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. And I'm going to end there. And that I just pray as Jesus prays that we would, um, we would love one another as, and be as one as, you know, God and his son are one as God, the father and Jesus are one. So the world will know us by our love for one another. And we would all be um, soldiers in that today, that that would be our goal to love God and love people, all of us in the body of Christ. And that means that we would serve one another, that we serve one another where there's a need, there'll be no lack. We'll look out for each other. We'll serve one another um, as never before. And that we would all be protected from the evil one 
um, that we are protected through the blood of Jesus. Let me um, just pray that and speak that out. That, Father, because of your grace and your mercy and your divine power, we're protected from the evil one, that we become even more skilled with our divine weapons and with the word of God and through your spirit and and that we will not, that nobody in the body of Christ will give up or throw in the towel, that everybody will be strengthened, that um, that we would all walk in love, joy, peace, patience, um, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that we're all going to improve in that and be victorious in that today. And where anybody's lacking in any of these things, that you just bring them all the tools they need, all the support they need, all the teaching they need to hear something revelatory today, to be free from anything they are in bondage in. In Jesus' name, amen.